<laughs> what are you talking about? My fucking, uh, my yard situation, my uh, front porch thing. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 142 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And I know that puns have been my curse on this podcast, but generally... I feel we've found the end of heartache with this fire. That none of that right. <laughs> the first bit makes sense. Yeah. The last two don't. We found what? What was the last bit? We found the end of heartache with the, the, the end of heartache is found with how good this podcast is incorporating to what the kids use these days as fire emojis. I think we've lost them already. <laughs> I think we've lost them already. If you're still listening to this, let us know what's happening, Pod. But yes, this week's guest is guitar, production, technically a frontman in a kind of way, legend, that is Adam Dukovitz, also known as Adam D from Killswitch Engage and Times of Grace. Yes, and the influence on this man is impeccable. Adam D is not only the brain behind so many mega metal hits with Killswitch Engage and Times of Grace, but guitarists worldwide idolise him. He's produced everyone from Under Oath to Every Time I Die, The Devil Wears Prada, and most importantly, he's a very kind and hilarious human being. Some of his mannerisms and little jokes on stage, uh, some of your favourite things you've ever seen, Sean. Yes. Oh, he's a very, very funny man. And um, yeah, we get into that. And um, yeah, we mentioned some of the things he's previously said on stage, which were <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, I was just... Like like I say um, later on in the chat, like I was just amazed that like when I did my research on him, all the albums that he's produced that he's been involved yeah. with, yeah. like fucking, he is legend, I am Hollywood. I didn't realize he produced that. And that's one of um, my favorite al- albums from, uh, well, it's one of my favorite albums. Parkway, Unearth, Under Oath, Every Time I Die, From Autumn to Ashes, Johnny Truant, England's very own Johnny Truant. Yeah, it's just, he's just done so, so much and, while being in fucking one of the biggest <laughs> metal bands of all time, Killswitch yeah. Engage. So, yeah, what a fucking fantastic chat we had with him. And, uh, yeah, what a lovely chap he was. 
I was a little bit worried. He, maybe he wasn't going to be um, as fun as I'd uh, hoped he would in my heart. Uh, but no, he was uh, exactly as fun, if not more fun. So, uh, yeah, thank you very, very much to Adam for coming on. If you listen to this, um, let us know. Um, if you haven't listened to this, Adam, don't let us know. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, but obviously he had to up the comedy game being with us two Welsh idiots. But yeah, his influence is unpackable with everything he's done. And of course, Time of Grace are back with a brand new record now. It's the first new material in 10 years with the project with his very good friend and fellow Killswitch member, Jesse Leach, titled Songs of Loss and Separation that you should go and check out. But throughout this episode, we're going to touch on everything from his songwriting, producing and weird guitar shapes, wacky stage moments, some important life lessons what his wrestling finishing move should be, and of course, the time he went on and won the Price is Right. That is true, yes. <laughs> that was fucking mad, wasn't it? That was nuts. Yeah. You need to stick around to listen to just that. If you listen to anything today, it's got to be that story, because, yeah, he got to go on his TV favourite TV programme, he was picked out of the crowd, and he did surprisingly well, so... <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. And yeah, I really, really, really fucking enjoyed this chat. Yeah, so like, yeah, last week we did two of my favourite podcasts we've ever done. This was one of them because it was very, very fun and he's a fucking legend. And then, yeah, the other one will be coming very soon, I believe. But yes, awesome. Thank you very much to Adam D. Um, if you like this podcast or you've got any comments or any future guest ideas or any suggestions for topics we should talk about, Get in touch with us at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Pod at, you know, the little A with a circle around it. S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. And if you've enjoyed three or more episodes of this podcast, Ooh. I am demanding that you become part of our Patreon this week. So check out patreon.com for what's happening. There's a whole host of um, other things, uh, treats, uh, other podcasts we've put up, videos, photos, and you get to become part of our amazing, amazing Patreon community. So yeah, if you've enjoyed three episodes, um, you owe me and Morgan at least at least two pounds. Yeah. So well, get in touch. It's literally the price of a cup of coffee. So if you want to give us, no, it's not. That... Coffee costs more. Coffee. Does it? Coffee's about four quid. I know you don't Fuck. take coffee. Take coffee like it's a drug. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> oh, but you don't fucking coffees. Well, see, we can't even afford coffee anymore. So please join our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Sapmin, so we can have a little drink while doing this podcast and just help it go in. Literally, I'm going to be at Bloodstock Festival this week, getting some extra <laughs> bonuses for the podcast as well. So if you want some real behind the scenes insight into how that's going to fucking go, patreon.com forward slash Sapmin. But let's not go on any more the wonderful, brilliant, talented guitar legend that is Adam D of Kill Switch Engage and Times of Grace is with us right now. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Shopman! Shopman! Zabnin! Yes! yes! <laughs> might even be the best one. Yes, might even be the best one so far. This week's guest is musician, engineer, producer, and what I'd like to call part-time comedian as well, <laughs> Adam D from one of the world's greatest metal bands, well, several of the greatest world's metal bands, I guess, uh, Killswitch Engage and Times of Grace. How are you, Adam? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys today? Yeah, all the better for having you join us. So thank you very oh, much for oh, taking oh, the stop, time. Stop, stop blowing smoke up my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. I was just saying, oh, nice Morg. Yeah, that was, oh, good answer, Morg. That was very good answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but, but how's things? I mean, you're talking to us out on your porch, it looks like, a nice sunny day, having some coffee. I mean, how, how's life at the moment? What's what's uh, What's going on? Life's, life's good. Um, it's nice to know that uh, things are going to start becoming uh, a bit more normal, um, like whatever normal is, I guess, um, with uh, the restrictions ending here with the pandemic and whatnot. We have some uh, shows lined up. So uh, I went absolutely bonkers being stuck at home for like two years. So uh, it's, <laughs> it's ni- nice to know there's like some actual things on the horizon, you know? Yeah. Is there anything that you've done in those two years to try and keep yourself sane? Because I'm the same as you. Like, I'm, I'm always busting to get out and play shows, and like you as well. Um, oh, yeah. Um, I try and try and make every show funny as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering <laughs> if, if you've got anything that's kept you sane or you've done anything or you've taken up stand-up. Uh, just just uh, large amounts of beer. Uh, that's about it. It's... Um, yeah, I, I think the pandemic like pretty much ate me up alive, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, it just like it, I got low during the, the two years, just being literally just stuck in my house. And, you know, my, my girlfriend works so much, I hardly see her. So I just I was like really, really just to myself within the four walls and went kind of batshit crazy. So 
Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's, it's so freaking nice to have something to look forward to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can imagine, but especially with like the pedigree of your touring schedule for over all these years as well. I mean, I'm sure that you've hardly been home over the last 20 odd years. So when you're kind of stuck grounded in the yeah. place you actually yeah. are supposed to live, it uh, feels a bit alien. Yeah. It's, it's like the grass is always greener, you know? Um, when I'm on tour, it's like, man, I'd love to get home and just relax. And like, I remember when the, the, the pandemic thing actually happened, we got sent home from, uh, we only got two shows into our headline atonement uh, tour in the U S and yeah, we just pulled the plug. We all flew straight home. And at that moment I was like, Oh dude, this is sick. I'm going to get like, like a little vacation, you know? And like, you know, take some time and like, you know, sort my life out and you know, relax and then get back at it. And then, you know, three months later, I'm like, Oh my God, get me out of the fucking house. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to punch a hole in the wall. Get me the hell out of here. Yeah. It's just, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's balance, you know? Yeah. It did feel like it was going to be like a short break. And yeah, like you said, every, I think a lot of people were like, Oh good. Yeah. It is going to get a chance to get, uh, get my life together. And then three days later, they were like, right. My fucking life is together. What the fuck do I do now? Like, what, where do yeah. we go? What the fuck do we do? But yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that you've got things on the horizon to look forward to. And um, yeah, you haven't gone fully insane. It was close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are things uh, How are things faring over there in the UK? Um, well, we're, we're in Wales at the moment, um, which is on a tighter lockdown than England because we've got like a devolved government, which, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. the whole thing. But, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but basically, England have gone, oh, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> and um, yeah, I played my first gig last Friday for the first time. And I went to Liverpool. And I, I'm sure you've been to Liverpool several times. As, oh, yeah. you, as you probably know, the Scousers are fucking mental. Uh, I, didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see a single mask the two days I was there. So uh, that was terrifying. But uh, yeah, wow. that's what's going yeah. on over here at the moment. So we'll mm. see what happens. We'll see what happens. Right, right. Are you are you quite hesitant to get back, or you just like w can't wait to step back on stage and, and be like old times? Oh, can't wait, can't wait. Um, like I was saying, it's it's so nice to have something to look forward to, and just really like just wanting to have that connection again. You know, it's it's like um, I didn't really have many people to like hang out with during the whole thing, and obviously we couldn't because we're supposed to be all uh, you know quarantined and whatnot. So. It's funny when, when I play a show, I, when I walk out on stage, I feel like I'm walking out to a room of a bunch of my friends, even though I don't even know them. So it's just like, it's that communal feeling of just everybody wants to hang out and party and jam together, you know, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. That's the perfect analogy for a, a kill switch show is that yeah. it just, it just seems like a, <laughs> just a fucking bunch of people who are there, who are here for a fucking good time and they know they're going to get have fun in between in, in between the fucking ferocious metal as well so yeah some of my favorite memories and on stage shtick has been uh you <laughs> um i remember I, I came to see you guys in cardiff once and <laughs> um you said this song is about the time howard fell off a horse this song is called when darkness falls and i nearly died <laughs> and i nearly so, died so, yeah so there was there was a good run where i would just make up uh, I would try to get Howard to laugh so he <laughs> yeah. couldn't do the scream in the beginning of the song. Um, so, like, I would just make up, like, scenarios from his childhood or something or, like, uh, <laughs> like, 
And my yeah, my favorite ones were when I'd get Howard and he just was like rendered useless for like the first, you know, he's supposed to do a, open the song with a scream and he's just like, I, I'm done. I can't do it, man. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think that's one thing people have always admired about you and Kill Switch Engage, especially like that live performance, because so many bands within metal take themselves too seriously or some don't take themselves seriously enough. But you've created that kind of middle ground live where you can have a laugh you dra- you like to wear a cape you're out in shorts you're jokingly calling people pussies you know you like to have that little in between is that <laughs> is that something over the years that you're quite glad you started quite young doing it because you've been able to kind of have the best of both worlds i don't know i just i guess i'm, I'm a light-hearted person and yeah i guess i'm i'm I, I definitely want to make sure we play the songs right at the same time. And, you know, like the combination, I just going back to the whole thing. I say, it's like, I want, like, I feel like everyone in the room is like part of the band where like, we're all friends. And I just like, I feel like there's nothing like hanging out and having a laugh and slamming a beer and, you know, shooting the shit and then, you know, listening to some music. So that's pretty much what I do when I'm <laughs> off stage too. It's like, <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, I've always uh, wondered, um, yeah, who have, who are some of your favorite comedians and stuff? Like, where's where's your sense of humor come from? And yeah, who do you like? And I don't. Yeah, you know, I'd, I I didn't really have like favorite comedians growing up. Um, uh, I do love uh, Bill Burr now. I think he's fantastic. He's yeah, fucking hysterical. Maybe it's because he's a he's from Massachusetts as well, but it's just you know, that sarcastic son of a bitch. You know what I mean? It's just like, I, lo- I love that humor. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I never really had like a favorite comedian growing up or anything like that. Yeah. I just think, you know, I just feel like, um, laughter is almost like medicine. There's just, it feels good to laugh. So, yeah. you know, it, it feels good to joke around. That's, I guess it's always been embedded in my personality. Yeah. Is, is there any kind of like weird outfits or things that you've done on stage over the years that you think, well, maybe people just didn't get that or you've gone too far or it's gone the other way. Uh, you know, I think it's just when I, when I do put something on like that, I'm just like, I don't care. You know, mm. it's just like a, a whole, like, oh, let's see what people think of this now. You know, I'm just like, let's see if I can get a good laugh out of it. And, you know, I think every time, like, I know I've done my job right. If I get some kind of reaction where somebody's pointing, going like, Jesus, look at that fucking idiot. And I think that's happened every time. So, yeah, I, that's <laughs> exactly the reaction I want. Oh, look at that fucking idiot. Yeah. 100% record. Yeah. Fucking nailed yeah, it. Yeah. Yes. Somebody's laughing at me. I've done it again. I've done it again. I did it. Yeah. I'm finally oh. above the law. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, i like the idea of someone seeing you for like the first time at like a festival or something not getting oh, yeah. what the hell's going on thinking yeah. what the hell is he dressed out and then all of a sudden you're busting out like all the weirdest guitar shapes in the world and they're just memorized trying to put the two together yeah yeah it's de- it's definitely shocking to some people i'm sure <laughs> yeah well w- while i was doing um research for this episode um like i knew you were a producer but I didn't realize I didn't realize you produced the majority of my influences. So um, that's something that I've, I'm fucking absolutely fresh on that I didn't know. Like um, from Autumn to Ashes, Too Bad You're Beautiful. Like I remember that coming out. I remember that going fucking mad over here. That was fucking incredible. Um, what else we got? Every Time I Die Last Night in Town. Yeah, here's, a, here's an album that I haven't spoken about on this 
podcast. We've been going three years, by the way. And um, yeah, I haven't really spoken about this album, but it is genuinely one of my favourite albums and one of my, personally, one of the most influential albums to me. He is legend. I am Hollywood. What a fucking album. Congratulations on all of those. <laughs> That's fucking... You literally... It might be your fault. It's it's your fault that I'm here now talking to you. Yeah, so if you're like sitting there going, I wish I hadn't said yes to doing this. This is on you anyway because <laughs> you did this by by making me need to be in a band because of these bands. But um, yeah, are you, are you still producing at the moment? What's next? What... Uh, I've recently slowed down my uh, my production lifestyle uh, so I can have more of a personal life. Um, but I'm still doing obviously like all the um, like the kill switch stuff, uh, the times of grace stuff. It's it's still like really rewarding for me to like build my own music. Still, I I, I love that um, right from the inception, like writing an idea and then making that idea turn into a complete song. It's just like. Um, one of the most rewarding feelings, you know, uh, there is, uh, for me. So, um, I'm, I'm thinking about once, you know, kill switch starts slowing down touring. Um, maybe I'll get back at it uh, a bit more with other bands, but I think that the touring we were doing before the pandemic, it was just, it felt like it was nonstop. I was just like, which is why I thought, which is why I said, um, shit, man, this, this break is going to be awesome. You know, for <laughs> yeah. the first two months of the pandemic, you know, and then, Obviously, it just kept going, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I think um, we'll we'll see what happens with uh, the the touring schedule coming up. You know, mm. um, maybe I'll, I'll get back at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we recently had Michael Anika from The Devil Wears Prada on the podcast, and he was really crediting working with you to the way that that band has changed the way they look at writing music now and being able to breathe a lot more, being able to kind of think of the structure of the song rather than just putting mad bits uh, as much as you can. Right. How, mm. When looking back at working with some people, like how would you describe your producing um, style? Because a lot of people are really different. Loads of people like to kind of honing on the songs. Though people like to like pump up their motivation. How would you describe when you're in the studio in a, with a band? Uh, I, it's literally just uh, taking a band's uh, strong, strong suits, uh, you know, what, what makes them, it gives them personality and just shining them up and, and bringing those qualities out in, in their music. Um, and obviously, you know, hiding the, uh, the, the, the bad stuff too, you know, <laughs> like, you know, uh, that's, that's what Pro Tools is for. But uh, yeah, it's just really trying to find the, the band's personality and helping, letting them help shine it you know, come through and, and, uh, you know, speak through their music. What record of the ones you've produced, would you say is, is one that really st sticks out to you that you kind of really proud that you've got to be a part of? Is, is there anything that comes to mind? Uh, you know, which one I, I, I still love, uh, the, uh, under oath record, one of the under oath records I did, uh, define the mm. great line. Um, yeah. I think it's just, uh, they, they, they came in like just guns blazing, man. They were, they, they, um, Tim, the guitar player, he's a very motivated individual with his songwriting and his, uh, arrangements. And, um, they just had such passion and drive on that project. And it was just like, you know, lightning in a jar in that one. It was just, just, you know, came right together. And that was a rewarding record to make. Um, cause, uh, working with their singer Spee, um, I feel like I helped him, um, find himself. Uh, and his singing style on that record a bit more. And it was, it was just a really cool thing to watch. Like he, uh, 
he really, I think he actually like got better making that record. Mm. Um, yeah, well, he was quite choked. He was he was just quite choky prior to that, right? Like he was mainly right. just doing the screaming right. stuff. Yeah, he found his voice. Yeah, he found his voice on that record. So yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, what we're what we're saying here is that under oath, <laughs> oh twenty percent of all future records to Adam yeah. if Spencer sings on it. <laughs> yes, where's yes. my money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brilliant oh, oh, awesome. oh, imagine imagine but is there is there any bands like you've had a thought of lately maybe trying to work with in that capacity or maybe just songwriting or anything like that i know you're trying to slow down at, at the moment but is there any being any inklings maybe of, of something coming up or, um, or, I, or i guess the question is who have you been excited by lately i guess mm. or, um, who have i been excited with? by lately yeah um there's there's a a, a bunch of new bands out that are, are pretty cool um uh, there's a new signing on Metal Blade called Capra. They're pretty cool. Uh, there's this band Johnny Booth. They're pretty cool. Who else? Who else have I been hearing lately? Just like that's cool. I'm such an old man and so out of touch with music. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know, other up and coming bands. Uh, that's all I can think of right now. I'm sorry, yeah, I'm so, at a loss. Yeah, so, no, it's all good. I've, dr- I've drank all my brain cells away. So. Yeah. <laughs> Snap! I've tried to I tried to smoke mine away. So uh, yeah, we haven't got <laughs> hey, there. there. You go. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't smoke the marijuana. I'm one of those like wicked anxious people. Like it's it's um uh, if I if I have too much, I'm like in the fetal position and shaking for the rest of the night. You know. Like, yeah, I think I think I was like that originally, yeah. and then um, yeah, it took a couple of those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. took a couple of fetal position, <laughs> fetal so position, full on sweating, covered, looking like I'd been had a bucket of water tipped over me, but it was just my own sweat. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple. I, of love, few- I love that you, you your persistence. You just didn't give up, even though it like terrified <laughs> you and made you made you lose your mind like several times in a row. Like, yeah, oh, no, I gotta well, keep at it, man. I want to <laughs> well, yeah. be, I want to be scared and sweating. Yeah. Well, yeah. If John Cena's taught me anything, it's never give up. I've got a battle on. I've got a. It's it's wear a fluorescent green T-shirt wherever possible. Tell people that they can't see you, and never give up. That's that's the three fucking John Cena mottos. Um, yeah. I eventually got through with the sweating and the paranoia to be like, oh, this is all right. It makes me calm down and makes me think laterally rather than being yeah. fucking all over the place at all times. So. Right, right. But right. yeah, yeah, I know loads of people that it doesn't um, sit well with for some reason, mm. which is, um, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, carry on, Mark, sorry. No, I was just going to say about Adam, am I right in saying that for, for a while you were straight edge? Oh, yeah, when I was uh, up till 24. Um, yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't drink. So. And then, and then I got a, I got a job as a telemarketer and I was absolutely fucking miserable at my job. So I'm like, you know what? A beer sounds like a good idea. (laughs) And it's like, oh, this is way better. I don't mind my job that much. Yeah. And then (laughs) wake up in the morning and do it all over again. Oh, Oh, I think I I think I did 18 to 28 straight edge. And then um, I went to Japan and my friend said, what do you want to drink? And I said, I'll have a Coca-Cola. And he came back with a Bailey's. A Bailey's. <laughs> and I was like, I'm breaking edge to a Bailey. That's cream. That's 90% oh, cream. God. What's the yeah. fucking... But yeah, I drank three of them. I I drank, be- it was yeah. your, your first drink was Bailey's. <laughs> <laughs> I drank three or four of them. And it got me to the point where um, I... Uh, how, do, how do I say this? I... Um, I befriended a lady in Japan, there we shall we are. say. After, after yeah, <laughs> we got there. Um, 
three Baileys. I befriended a Japanese lady in Japan and, mm-hmm. um, you know, do what you do over the night. And I woke up the next morning going, can I speak fluent Japanese when I'm drunk? Because <laughs> I was like, <laughs> how did that happen? Like, she didn't speak much of Eng- She didn't speak much English. And I didn't right, speak right. any Japanese. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Baileys must make me fluent in Asian languages. This is insane. That's amazing. Yeah, I gotta, uh, maybe, I should, maybe I should try some Baileys when I travel. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I'm going to uh. try it. Yeah, I'll do uh, tequila next. Now, and it'll make me speak fluent Mexican, Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be going wild. Me- fluent Mexican. <laughs> fluent Mexican. <laughs> oh, wow. You, you haven't helped yourself at all there, Sean. But um, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> we're beard up now. We're beard up. I'm completely, I'm completely straight, straight edge. Yeah, I've never had are. anything, so I'll, I'll take your advice of not going into telemarketing for any reason. So yeah, yeah don't, don't do it, man. Don't. So you must have vices then, right? Like, what do you have? Like a, a something that you're like really passionate about or addicted to, or in a different way? Right. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> drink, if you're straight edge, you're crazy about something. I imagine, right? Uh, I think I'm just crazy in general, so I think that okay. just decides decides to it. Maybe <laughs> broad sense, like broad sense. I'm just crazy with everything else. So everything else. Yeah. I love. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to sound very like UK, but cup of teas and stuff I'll have all the time. <laughs> cup of tea. So. <laughs> oh, you're so English, aren't you? Oh my oh, god. Oh, Right, that was it then. Oh. That was the end of the podcast. Thank you very much, Adam D. I can't believe he's mixed us up now. Uh, oh. that, that is a real thing. Welsh people hate being called English. And oh. Scottish people do, and Irish people do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody who's in Britain, right, who's not English, hates yeah. the fucking English. I know, I know this, I know this, yeah. yeah, Those bastards took over and made everything (laughs) fucking Britain. And now we're we're suffering because of them. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's all right. It happens all the fucking time. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's good. I've been called worse things in my life, so I think it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But going back to music, everything, we should talk about this new Times of Grace record. I mean, obviously, you guys returned for the first time in 10 years with songs of loss and separation. What was the kind of snowball getting this project back out of kind of retirement? Because it did seem for a while that maybe it was a one and done kind of record. How, How did that process come back together? Oh, well, I've I've been writing the songs for that record, God, for like eight, it's been eight years since I started writing them. Um, so, you know, it was, um, it was always just meant to be a side project because of how busy Killswitch is. Uh, but it's, uh, it was a chance for me to like, you know, reach out and write different styles of music. You know, there's a lot of like, like rock and roll style stuff on that record. And, um, it was, it was just a, a great outlet for me to, uh, try some different stylistic approaches and, you know, actually I'm singing more on it. Um, so it was just, you know, it, it was almost like a, uh, a vessel to, uh, get like the bad things out of our brains. And I think that project is just, it stemmed from, you know, uh, bad experiences in our lives and, and sharing those. So, um, we, we kept the bad experience theme going with this record so, <laughs> and the, the, the life shit going on in this record. So, um, yeah. And I think the, the fact that we had all that time during the, uh, the, the lockdowns with the, the COVID, uh, stuff, um, it gave me the opportunity to finally button it up and get it done. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it must have been interesting revisiting some of those songs you've written like six, seven, eight years ago yeah. and, and kind of having those emotions come back. Yeah, it's just like, you know, once I had had the time to like dig them back up again, I'm like, oh, I remember this song. Wow, it's been a while. But uh, yeah, we were, we were also really lucky that uh, Jesse was able to finish all of his lyrics before the lockdowns happened. So we didn't have to travel and record together. So it was just me recording everything uh, by myself. And finishing it up, yeah, yeah, and obviously you and Jesse have got a great um, relationship with songwriting and, and that kind of musical flow and everything. But it does seem that this is a, a nice kind of different outlet for you to explore other sides of your musical influences. I know Jesse, for example, is really big on punk and kind of other completely different genres. So for the two of you, is, is that something you've talked about a lot? Wanted to do little things that you wouldn't be able to do on a Kill Switch record? Yeah, exactly. Um, like I was saying, this is just like an outlet for us to uh, explore those those other interests and you know styles and whatnot. So, yeah, it just it felt good to step out of that kill switch engage role for a little bit, you know, um, because you know I think there's a specific sound associated with kill switch that I feel we need to kind of adhere to when making our music. So, uh, yeah, this was just like fuck it, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. So. <laughs> Is there any kind of like really crazy ideas that you didn't maybe expect to put in or stuff that maybe you have to take out because it just didn't fit? Uh, not necessarily. To be honest with you, there's a song on that record. Uh, I thought I didn't want it to be on the record because it sounded close to a Kill Search Engage song, but it ended up on the record because uh, everybody seemed to pick it as one of their favorites, the song uh, Rescue. So I was like, all right, I guess if people really like it, then we'll just put it on the record and hope, you know, I guess we, tr we try to make music that people like. So it made sense to me at the time. Turns out, yeah, I've done a census and people really like this song. Should we put it out? No. <laughs> Let's put out the worst song. Yeah. Let's find the ones yeah. they hate and we'll put those ones out. That's fucking yeah. brilliant. That's, and then do yeah. remixes of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any chance we could do a dubstep remix of these songs that people hate. It, oh I my think God. The I think the metal community is crying out for a drum and bass <laughs> remix of this song that they hate already. Like, yeah. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if we... If we're talking about remixes, though, I'm sure you've, over the years, seen plenty of links to that Craig David Killswitch Engage uh, mashup that's being around. Oh, what is it? Sorry, I don't, I don't oh think I have. Oh, my God. Oh. Are, we about to, are we about to show a man a thing for the first time? <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Craig David. <laughs> I can't believe I'm writing this into fucking YouTube. Craig David Killswitch. Uh, yeah, it's his song. <laughs> oh, I can't believe they've done this. Oh, there's a there's a Michael Bolton one as well. Have you seen these? Have you seen any of these? Oh, I have I have seen the Michael Bolton one, and <laughs> I adore that one. Yes, it's so good. I was like, I remember when I when I heard that the first time. I'm like, I hit up our managers. I'm like, oh, can you reach out to his people? Uh, we should make this happen. That would be so oh. sick. I would be so. Into that. Did you ever did you ever hear anything back? I don't think so, no. Oh. I'm sure they're, they're just like, leave us alone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but he's, do he's done things with, like, Lonely Island and stuff. Yeah. Surely that would be fucking... Yeah, that, like, that's dude. such a good idea. Imagine Michael, Michael Bolton and Kill Switch. Dude, Michael Bolton with breakdowns and blast beats? Oh, my <laughs> God. What else is... That's, like, the greatest thing in the world. Are you kidding me? I wish... 
I would love to do that. <laughs> well, let's oh. make it happen. We're yeah. on to this. Yeah. After this now, we're going to get people <laughs> tweeting Michael Bolton and Michael Bolton's people making this happen. Um, do you know who Craig David is, by the way? Craig David, no. No, okay, sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> sorry, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm not Craig David. I don't do a shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. He does um, UK, we call it garage music. UK garage, which is like a kind of... How do I describe garage music? Jesus Christ. Why did I start this? See, um, well, that's funny because I make garbage music. <laughs> but this is, yeah. Sing. Not, yeah, not true. And um, yeah, the, yeah, this garage music, is, it's a bit like um, soft dance, I guess. Urban. Should we say, yeah, urban themed music. So yeah, okay. it's his song, Fill Me In, I believe, over End of Heartache, is it? Mm. Yes. Oh, you, yeah, you need to hear it. This guy's... <laughs> because the song Fill Me In and Craig David, he's massive in the UK. So now and again, in metal clubs, um, End of Heartache starts, you're like, fucking yes! And then all of a sudden, Craig David starts singing over the top of the bastard. <laughs> and you're like, ah, but it still works somehow, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I don't want to like it, but I can't help it because there's two things that are okay by me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to check it out later. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll forward the link on after yeah, this. We'll I guess um, we'll have to. I'm just I'm just trying to think of the people, the most random people you could get to like collaborate with now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Who would you if you could? If there's anyone, like anyone, anyone, yeah. who would you? Oh, who would man. you love to have on a track? Oh, that's that's a really good question. Um, yeah, it, it would have to be something unexpected, obviously. Uh, shit. Um, you know, Michael Bolton is perfect, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the winner. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough. David um, Hasselhoff. These, oh, these are Hasselhoff. these are things. These are things I never think about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know, you know who I love, Lady Gaga. Do you know mm. I, I was going to I say Lady Gaga. Adore, I adore her. She is amazing. So yes. that would be Correct. sick. Oh, yeah. imagine her. And, Do you and know she's what? In, she seems, she she's seems the, the type metal. to be up for that. Yeah, she seems the type to be up right. for that as well. Like, she'd yep. be up for... Just l- Lady Gaga with brutal metal. Mm. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> we need to oh, make man. that happen, don't we? Thing is, it right. could be Eng- Killswitch and Gaga. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice one. Nice you one. You are welcome. All the two of yeah. them. You are welcome. <laughs> Lee, ah, oh, Killswitch and Gaga, mind. Together at last. Use people you'd never expected. Yeah, that'd be I would personally cool. love that. I would personally yeah. love that. Me too. Yeah. Me fucking too, more than, yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> All I'm thinking about now is how the fuck do I get in touch with Lady Gaga and make it? Stranger things know? have happened. Six, de- six degrees of separation. I can get to Lady oh, God, Gaga no. somehow. I'm going to make us. Yeah, I'm going to try anyway. But yeah, carry right, on, Mo. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, stranger things have happened. Um, but uh, speaking of like going back to live performances and stuff like that, obviously Killswitch have just done uh, a live stream. We've revisited. Uh, two records how was that experience for you because i'm sure it must have been a little bit different than what you're used to in the past yeah well it was a lot of practicing uh mm. because I, I didn't play my guitar <laughs> for quite some time so yeah it's pretty funny just picking up the guitar and starting to rehearse the uh atonement record i was just like oh my god I've completely forgotten how to play everything. This oh, what a nightmare! Um, yeah. Who the fuck but, wrote this? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. 
<laughs> what um, prick made this so difficult? Ah! Yeah, right, brilliant. right. Um, but it, it was it was good to get back on the horse and, and play some guitar again and um, play play the the, the the songs with everybody. Um, just you know, because I was missing the like actual making music with other human beings thing. You know, uh, it's a it's a good feeling. And uh, yeah, it was extremely awkward because um, it was done in one of our favorite venues uh, back back near where we're from, originally from. Um, but nobody was there. It was just a, a film crew, so it was just like it's it's hard for me to uh, really get into it and like feel the music when there's nobody there to share it with. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm sure I'm sure I, I look a bit awkward in it. But you know, at the same time, it's it was a great platform to also share the entire record with people. Um, because like I said earlier, uh, we, we never got to, uh, play, uh, the U S tour on that show or on, on that record. Sorry. Um, so, you know, it's just, we wanted to get the music out there and, and share the record, you know? So uh, it was a good way to do that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It must be a weird way to kind of look back at, a record you've made two years ago if you're not having really had a proper cycle and and tour from it yeah isn't that crazy we put this record out two two years ago and we haven't played any songs in, in the u.s supporting it it's just like oh like geez man so <laughs> we're really um gunning to uh reschedule that tour um we're, we're setting up dates and getting the bands the three bands that were originally on the bill uh back together for it so yeah nice yeah it's gonna be fucking awesome i think well <laughs> It is, it is us. <laughs> no, it won't be that good. Don't be silly. Don't. Unbelievable. Yeah. If anybody's listening to this and you haven't kill, seen Killswitch Engage live, number one, what the fuck is wrong with you? Number two, you have to because it's fucking, the gr- yeah, one of the greatest metal bands of all time playing their songs, which are fucking fantastic, but they're also playing them um, sometimes slower and heavier. And then, uh, on also, you get a fucking fantastic show from from Adam, like telling his jokes in between. You have to go and see Killswitch Engage <laughs> if you haven't. That's my tip for you. You must go uh, now. Ah, uh, shucks, you're you're still buttering my bread. <laughs> no, well, I, I wouldn't uh, have this if it wasn't for you. So thanks, man. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate uh, it. So that's uh, yeah. you. We are. Yeah, you. We are. <laughs> But 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 going back and speaking to that about that record as well, one track I did want to mention is the Signal Fire because a lot of fans really just love the idea of having Jesse and Howard on a track together um, again. So that, how was that whole process like? Looking back at it now, is it something you're quite proud that you got to do for the fans to have that kind of two eras of Killswitch combined on on a track like that and just to, just to have that love flow? Right. Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's also a statement, you know, to, to all of our fans that, you know, there's, you know, we love Howard and we love Jesse and, you know, they're both a tremendous part of who we are and what we were, you know? So it's, it was just also like, you know, it's nice to show fans that like, Hey, there's no bad blood. We're, mm, we're yeah. all friends, you know, we're, we're all cool together. And yeah, I, I love Howard. I still chat with him. Um, he's a great dude and his, his new band's great too. So. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 strange really. I never thought of it like that, but yeah, not many bands with like former members kind of integrate the former member back in in a way. Exactly, because most bands, when you know somebody's kicked out or they leave, uh, there's you know they still hold on to those grudges and blah blah. Where we 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 try to bury the hatch and you know let bygones be bygones. 
I think that's important. It's an important life lesson, kids. <laughs> yeah, especially when you have all that history together as well. I mean, obviously, there's people who love Jesse, there's people who love Howard, there's people who love ev- like everything you've done. So you might as well celebrate all the achievements you've ever done. I, I think some people do kind of freak out sometimes that there might be a, like animosity or like all this behind the scenes drama and, and making up things, you know? Right, right, exactly. People, people want gossip, though, don't they? They just want that <laughs> yeah, fucking... You, you know what? I, I fucking hate drama. I don't understand why people like adore drama and, you know, behind-the-scenes bullshit and all that garbage. Like, dude, life is short, man. Chill the fuck out, you know? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, one, th- this is a bit of a nerdy question, and um, I apologize if you don't have an answer for this, but I did want to talk about... <laughs> yeah. what's, uh, what's your favorite computer no what are you gonna say, what are you gonna say? <laughs> no all right i wanted to talk about this fire burns because i'm a massive wrestling fan right and obviously that track was used for cm punk for a lot of years in wwe it was a, especially the time he started exploding in that scene and everything within wrestling and i was just wondering like when a tr- you have a track and it's being used for a major sports thing like that is there a weird process like is it do you have to sign off certain rights so they can use it for their programming whenever? Like, I just, I would like to know a little bit like the ins and outs of that kind of thing. Or is it just nothing to do with you guys? Is it just like a management whole deal? It, it, w- it really was nothing to do with us. Yeah. Um, it, it just kind of happened. Uh, I think we were asked, we made the song. Um, and then it, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it became uh, a lot, it got much more nor- notoriety uh, than I was expecting. Um I, I didn't even know it was CM Punk who was going to use it. Um, so uh, once it happened, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, wow. And I, because I know wrestling's huge. Uh, I do not watch, I do not watch wrestling, but uh, I know it is uh, pretty da- damn tremendous. It's very what, popular. I'm, I'm- I'm quite shocked by that, to be honest, because, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, yeah, you, you, you seem to not own a, sl- yeah, you seem to not own a sleeve. And that seems to be the natural, the natural uniform. The natural uniform of a wrestling fan is sleeveless, obviously. So, um, yeah. but yeah, like you're a funny guy. You like entertainment, obviously. I thought you'd be, I thought you'd be quite into the, the wrestling. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me. I don't. It, it almost feels like uh, a soap opera for, for men. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like yeah, that's it. Yeah, you exactly nailed it. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm not much into drama, like I was saying. Oh, yeah, you know, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's, right, and it's okay. all because it's all you know. It's mostly all bad acting, you know. And then there's obviously, and then there's some wrestling in between the bad acting. Yeah, but you've got a sense of humor, so you like me you can sit there and watch and go, "He's not fucking wearing that to wrestling, is he?" Yeah. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a constant thing. You know, I I do have to say, uh, there was one wrestler I actually did quite like back in the day, uh, Mick Foley. Oh yes, okay. with, yeah, yeah. With, with Sako. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. When, I, I, his finishing move was his sock. It's like, <laughs> that's so. <laughs> so this guy's awesome. Do you know what? I've never thought of it in those terms. His finishing, his finishing move, move is his sock. sock. <laughs> Oh, I wish I'd become a wrestler and I had like a scarf or yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fucking it's brilliant, man. It's brilliant. <laughs> I never thought of it like that before. Yeah. It's his fucking sock. It's true though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying, boys. 
I'm crying. I know. I know. See, I adored McFoley. McFoley was the best. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Oh, we should start a wrestling. We should start a podcast where we get Adam into wrestling, where he just (laughs) makes fun of wrestlers doing this. Yeah. It would do so well. It would do so fucking well. Uh, just show, uh, yeah, just show you pictures, just show you random clips, and you just be like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yeah, what the fuck is going yeah. on there? That man's a giant yeah. dinosaur. Yeah, it's fucking. You know, uh, um, our, our bass player Mike uh, watches wrestling with uh, our our state our uh, main stage dude Josh, and like when we're on tour, they'll be watching it, and like I'll I'll walk into the room and I'll be like, I'll just get snippets of it here and there, and I'll be like what the actual fuck <laughs> is this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Why would he just run past him and not punch him in the face? Why is he bouncing yeah. off the ropes? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I get you. I get you. Uh, but no, that's, that's there. That's, I, that's I would there. watch a whole fucking series of you watching fucking wrestling. <laughs> so I'm not saying that's my fuck. I'm not saying that's my Twitch Only idea if somebody brings back Socko. Like somebody brings back Socko, I'll start watching wrestling. Yeah. I think, I think there's another because there's WWE, right? Which we all know, the Fed, WWF, and there's a new, there's a new company now called AEW. And Andy from Every Time I Die wrestles from. Yes, he does. Um, right. Which is a, which is a massive fucking company now. I think mm. Mick Foley's going to go there soon, so you might see a bit of fucking Socko. <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic! I'd be so uh. happy. I'd also oh. like to see uh, an Andy Williams versus um, Adam D wrestling match as well. So that's oh something. Oh my god, he'd he'd wipe the floor with me. I I have a bad knee, bad back. Oh god, it'd be like he just mopped the floor. That's when you get McFoley out, and then he just puts yeah, a sock just went, oh, yeah. Adam, <laughs> Adam, have you not learned? Have you not learned anything? All you need is some sort of undergarment, and you can win. <laughs> no, I'll I'll win, but my finishing move will be defecating on the person. <laughs> I'll call him. I'll call just a handful of shit. I'll call it Turdo. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hey, this is uh, Turdo. Turdo, Turdo, Turdo. You want me to give him the Turdo? <laughs> See, you've got a perfect voice for his fucking shooting promos as well. You should be fucking doing it. You, oh, at very least, I want to see you become a manager of a wrestler. You don't have to get well, armed. Do you, don't have, you don't have to fight people. You just have to come down and go, if you guys don't want to see Turdo, you better shut your fucking mouths. Yeah, perfect. Turdo. Oh, <laughs> Fucking love it. Yeah, I could, Turd up. I could, I could probably take a chair to the head, but you know, nothing involving the back. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I made that mistake once. Never again. Never again. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. well, well, well. We're on um, while we're on crazy bits of entertainment. Um, I'm, I'm sure you get this a lot, but we have to talk about the Price is Right, please. Yes. Oh yeah, that I greatest mean, day of my life. I must have been. What, was, what was that day like? Getting to like, you know, getting called down, being with Drew Carey, and then winning it all. <laughs> so I'll preface this with: uh, it, it was I've grown up loving that show. I mean, you know, as a kid, like I, whenever I was like sick from school, um, I would, you know, my favorite part of the day 11 a.m the price is right would come on and i'm just glued to the tv and like i love that show the whole so many years with bob barker um just loved it loved it and then uh I, th- I was in la for some reason and um me my girlfriend and a couple friends we were just like we need to just go to a taping of that show because i want to see how it works i want to be there in person i think it'd be like the funnest thing in the world because i just love it so yeah we just went unassuming just you know go get in line and they interview you and and I, I guess they do like a pre-interview to see if you'd be a good contestant or not. 
um, which makes sense. And, you know, they just asked me, you know, like, uh, do you, do you love the prices? Right. I'm like, love it. Love it. Favorite show. And like, what's your favorite game? Planko. Duh. I love Planko. Everybody <laughs> loves Planko. Um, so, uh, yeah, we go in and my girlfriend called it. She's like, um, they're going to call either you or our friend. I, I know it. I feel it. And I'm like, no, that's bullshit. We're just here to watch. And I'm not expecting anything to happen. We're just going to watch this and have fun. And I think I was like the fifth or sixth per- person called. And I, I think I just blacked out from excitement. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember anything. I swear it was, have you ever been in a situation where there were, you were just so jazzed up? You just completely black out. Like I blacked out, completely blacked out from excitement. And it was an absolute blur from, I just couldn't, how, I, was, I couldn't stop shaking after the taping of it for maybe like a good couple hours. You know, it was just insane, man. Like, yeah. And uh, yeah, when, uh, when I actually won the whole thing, I was like, you've <laughs> got to be fucking kidding me just, just, just jumping up and down just screaming i think i, I probably terrified drew carey man like, like drew oh carey. my god this this fucking guy is gonna hurt somebody i was like, i think what when i won the first car I'm, i was so excited i just ran out of the studio like, no 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 you have to go back go back on stage you won just a pandemonium man i lost my mind it was crazy yeah. I'm looking up pictures of it now. Oh, yeah. so I, good. I, I remember when the, like the photos of like Aaron came out and people were just like, "What is going on here?" Like, and the fact that you like gone all the way, won the big prize as well. I mean, that's the ultimate, ultimate moment. I'm pretty sure I broke the internet that day. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. pretty pretty <laughs> insane, man. <laughs> I've had a lot of wonderful wonderful things happen to me in my life, and but that's like that's probably the, the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching you standing in front of this car now in this in front of this little Honda in your flip flops. <laughs> yeah. That's like brilliant. Yeah. That's amazing. Did um yeah, yeah. did, did hey, everything by the way, I, I I own sleeves. You see, I'm wearing I'm wearing a, a hoodie there. Oh I yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do do, do <laughs> hoodies count do hoodies count as sleeves? I they just part of, like it's more of a jacket, I think, than Yeah, so, I guess, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, I always wondered what Bola for Valentine did with all his sleeves because they never, from the get go, Bola for Valentine never had <laughs> sleeves. You know, I think I think you're right. I don't know if I've seen any of those guys with sleeves. No, right. never ever. They must have the warmest shoulders on earth. Also, I'd imagine um, they've got a cupboard full of sleeves somewhere as well. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking for a headband, if you ever need anything to get your hair out of the way, just pop around where a bullet's house is, and I'm sure they're going <laughs> to yeah. have thousands of sleeves about the floor. Exactly. Uh, oh yeah, I would. I would use my sleeves for sweatbands all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's genius. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did you get the the money you won and the, all the prizes you won? Was that all kosher and real? Did all that come through, or did they skim yes, anything off the, the top? Or does, does, oh, does yeah, Drew take the, the does one, Drew take a finder's fee? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, the the one bummer about all that is that you have to pay taxes on all of it on all of it like it's earnings yeah Yeah. so so if you win a bunch of money or uh, like say uh so they do like uh like this uh, dream car week right where like they give away like maseratis and shit like that these cars are like 
a hundred thousand dollars. So say you, you know, you win something like that. You're like, you're going to end up having to pay like 30, 30 something thousand dollars in taxes. Um, so it, when you win something that big, it's not as cool as you think. So <laughs> luckily I was able to, to sell, uh, the two cars. So it, I ended up, uh, making out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. Awesome. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. I'm trying to think if I know of anybody else who's ever been on a fucking game show that I've spoken to. And I don't think that's true. Yeah, but that's, yeah, just, that's just a moment that no one would expect. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, including myself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? While it was happening, just blacking out from excitement. You're like, what the hell is going on? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it, man. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Well, Adam, we won't keep you too much longer, but just a couple more quick things um, before you go. Obviously, I know you've mentioned that you're really excited to get back on the road and everything, but... Um, in between times of grace and 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 everything else, um, since the lockdown, have you been working on any new kill switch music at all? Any other projects? Any kind of looking I at have. ideas? I have, and um, I cannot speak of them as of right now. Ooh. Uh, so they, I, unfortunately, I cannot share with. Uh, it's a with project with Lady Gaga. Cool. It's definitely a project <laughs> with Lady Gaga. Oh We've sussed God. it already. We've sussed it. <laughs> oh, it's either that or Drew Carey. Drew yeah. Carey on a, on a kill switch yeah. <laughs> song would be funny, um, yeah. but oh Michael Bolton. But yeah, when can we? Where? When will we find out about this new stuff? Uh, well, it's uh, it's still in the works, so um, uh, to be determined. Okay, yeah. I've just had an idea though. You you need to go full circle now, and you need to do a music video with Drew Carey in it. But he's a contestant on a game show, and you're the host. That, that would be sick. Yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> the riff is right. The riff is right. You know, I reckon it's time for me to, to go back and get, do another taping, see if I can get on again. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. Oh, that would please. be sick. Yeah, we've been talking Guess about it. Guess back. Back again. <laughs> Adam's back. back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Oh, it'd be so good. I'm all for it. But yeah, wow. amazing. Wow. Is there, is there anything else we can expect now um, going forward with any of the projects, any tours overseas anything like that we should uh, keep an eye out for uh you know it's it's so it's like it's hard to really say what's going to happen with um with all the the lockdowns and i know a lot of countries are opening their borders again um some of them are shutting their borders again um so it's um it's hard to say obviously we we want to we're i've been missing the road so much so um well, let's hope for the best. Uh, I'm hoping there'll be some sort of European festival situation uh, next summer. Um, I, have, has anyone announced anything yet? You guys would know better than me, actually. No, so. Yeah, well, well no, this, da yeah, Download and all them have, uh, have announced a lot for 2022, so uh, never know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they basically took the 2020 lineup, didn't they, and moved it yeah. to 2022. So uh, yeah, that's good. That's going to be good. We went. We actually went to. They did a pilot festival. Um, two all UK ago, bands, I think it was. Yeah, all yeah, UK right. bands, all download, and um, yeah, that worked quite well. Mm, um, right, right. So if we can, yeah, somehow get you guys smuggled in, <laughs> that would be fucking fantastic. Yeah. I think that would be fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Yeah, thank man. you for this. It's been well, fucking. Thanks for awesome. having me, guys. I've loved it. Right on. I fucking loved it, and hopefully. When you come over, um, fingers crossed, we could do one of these in the flesh because that would be that would be fun. Yeah, I believe we'll have a Bailey's together. 
Oh, we'll have a Baileys. I'll tell you what, what we'll do is we'll drink a couple of Baileys first. We'll do the old podcast in Japanese. <laughs> Japanese! Speaking- it's a Japanese podcast! Yeah! <laughs> I love it. It's great. Oh, it's wow. Great. Wow. Well, thank you so much, man. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Right on. And by the way, your, your shirt is fantastic. Yes! 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 Adam D there from Killswitch Engage and Times of Grace, Metal Legendary and Folklore and uh, many a fucking good time on stage. Yeah, what a fucking legend, what an hero. And I can't can't believe he produced some of the most (laughs) seminal albums (laughs) of the early 2000s and I didn't even fucking know. Like, I was so obsessed with some of those albums that... I just don't even know why I didn't look into it, but I was just like, I am Hollywood by Years Legend is fucking amazing. It's the perfect mix of gritty rock and roll, southerny type stuff, and new metal for me. And I hope Years Legend don't mind me saying that. But uh, yeah, it, it's fucking fun. Like that from Autumn Rashes, Every Time I Die, Under Oath, Unearth. Unbelievable! <laughs> Un-fucking believable, but thank you again to Adam for coming on and being um, a lovely chap, yeah. very funny and a good good sport. Yeah, I literally, I love how blown away you were finding out about all those producer credits and everything, but what a hilarious man, what a charming individual and just a very iconic figure in the whole heavy music scene. And as you heard there, just before we left, he complimented one of our t-shirts. It wasn't mine because I was wearing a plain black jumper it was of course yours sean because you have this faith no more um little ditzy that a few people online have been uh, making comments about yeah fake no more more like um i think i bought off one of those websites to put t-shirts <laughs> up for a week and then they gotta take, gotta take it down so um yeah you can't get any more so ha 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 but uh yeah i was quite happy with that and it was absolutely lovely to also see adam's front porch and that's not a euphemism for his cock and balls. <laughs> I genuinely meant the outside and the front of his house because he was just chilling out on what looked like a swinging chair. Yeah, literally. Which might be the, the coolest way to do a podcast we've come across so far. I think it is. Um, I think it is. That, that, other, that definitely other, was in other, virtual background. Other people include Craig Mabbitt's virtual background. That was good. It looked like he was on the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, what other good backgrounds have we had? The Offspring were quite good in their studio. Yes, yeah, um, we had uh, <laughs> David from Electric City put a background that he was over a bridge in California <laughs> on the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So check out all of those. And yeah, check, do you know what? Check out all the episodes. Because I'm telling you now, even if you don't know the band, I'm going to put it as far as even if you don't like the band, I'm telling you now, the bands have had some interesting stories and it's good to hear how people navigate through this music industry um, differently to each other. So yeah, check out all the other episodes because they're all real good. And if you've listened to three or more episodes, I am demanding you buy me and Morgan at least a cup, well, a three quarters of a cup of coffee for three quid over at patreon.com forward slash happening where there's a whole host of things that you can... Um, check out and you can become part of our community there's videos there's photos there's bonus podcasts check it out patreon.com forward slash happening and if you've got any ideas for future episodes future guests 
things you want to know, questions you want to ask, or just straight up abuse us, check us out on uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Sappeninpod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's a- at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Yes, it's always worth going giving us a follow and seeing what we're up to this weekend. For example, we're going to be living two very different lives <laughs> as one of us is off yeah. to a Mormon wedding and the other one is off to the heavy metal festival of Bloodstock. <laughs> I think you just said your own. You said your own name then instead of Mormon festival. One of us is going to a Morgan wedding. Oh, it's not mine. Oh, and that one, <laughs> and that one is on Morgan. That's mad, isn't it? No, yeah. As um, Morgan um, Neely said, yeah, this weekend, one of us is going to Bloodstock. Hello. And one of us is going to a Mormon wedding. That's me. Complete polar opposites <laughs> to what probably people expected. Yeah. People probably thought, well, if anyone's going to go to the metal thing, it's going to be Sean. But no, Morgan's going, so um, wish him well at Sapping Pod. Um, wish him good luck. Get in touch with us and let us know who you'd like to speak to. Also tag them so they know the Morgan's there so they can chase Morgan and scare him um, <laughs> massively. Um, yeah. I'm really, really, really hoping you get to speak to um, Barney from Napalm Death. Same. So am I, because I think that would be the collide of worlds no one ever expected. And that's what we like to do here is, is bring the unexpected element to people. Well, yeah, since he start, stopped wearing that um, dinosaur <laughs> costume, I think everybody's taking him a lot more seriously. So, yeah, I'd like you to speak to Nate Balm Death. I'd like you to speak to someone from Skindred. would be fucking fantastic uh, if you could sort I'll, that I'll out. I'll try my best, but obviously people can keep an eye on everything. I'm going to be getting loads of extra content, loads of bonus things for the podcast, social media, and our Patreon. So it's going to be a very interesting weekend indeed. But please also try, if you can, to try and speak to Party Cannon, who have the best <laughs> font in death metal. They do. If you Google, if you Google Party Cannon and Death Metal Festival, have a look at the lineup because it's fucking incredible. Because there's an old poster where we all know the death metal font, don't we? It looks like loads of twigs have fallen on the ground, or um, spider webs, uh, or a spider that's more crystal meth. <laughs> you know, it's that it's that type of it's that type of font. But then you've got Party Cannons in the middle, which is colourful. And looks like bubbles. So, um, yeah, try and speak to Party Cannon, if you will, because I'd imagine they are quite funny. And also, if you can blag... If Party Cannon got a long sleeve top, I'd gladly take one of them on. So if you can blag me one of them, Morg, um, or buy me one of them, that'd be <laughs> fucking fantastic. Thank you very much. I'll do my best. I'll do my best schmoozing backstage and see what i can do but no I'm, I'm looking forward to it we've got a lot of exciting things on the horizon with the podcast that we can't announce yet yeah. but it's going to be a busy few months so fingers crossed everything goes well for that but things are always busy for you sean because raiders your band played a couple of shows this oh, past yes. weekend um and you're going to be playing yes. a few more shows very 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 soon Yes, next week, uh, I believe Raiders are playing August the 20th at uh, Bridgewater at the Cobblestones and then the 31st, the day after, we're on a tour, spelled T-W-O-U-R-2, the number two, because it's two days, it's <laughs> ah, two days, ah, the, joke ah. ha- the joke hasn't landed, the joke hasn't landed, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're on the August 20th, Bridgewater, Cobblestones, August 31st uh, in Gloucester at Dick Whittington's, which... To me, it sounds like a play, um, but it's not. So, yeah, come along. Should be a laugh. I promise you, I'm going to be having a laugh. So, and that's all that matters to me. Um, but, yeah, if you fancy a laugh and you're bored on those days, come. 
have a long man it'll be fucking tidy I'm, I'm, I'm sure it would but you can get all the information for tickets the dates and more on their social media at Raiders Band UK on Facebook Twitter and Instagram did the plug for you Sean did the plug for you I was about to say thank you very much <laughs> thank you very much uh, but yes keep updated with everything going on and before we wrap this up of course if you head to the description of this episode there's loads of names in there from our Patreon Lots. that we would like to thank everyone involved in the community helps this thing happen each and every week and we love them more than we love ourselves but now Sean very is going to give massive <laughs> shout out to the elite members of the P- Sapton Patreon community and they are as follows Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so, 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 so much to these people. I know we do it every week, and I know some people are probably bored of it, but literally, you fucking... This Patreon literally keeps us going. I cannot stress that enough, right? So thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwaway, Mikey Engler, who I've been referring to as the name he's written here, but now I've realised that we might have subliminally been sending out messages to people to go and eat from the eatery that his name was on previous episodes. If you'd like to hear <laughs> what I'm talking about, check out any of the previous episodes. So, yeah, Mikey Engler, thank you very much. Janelle Caston, thank you. Mitch Perry, Kelly Young, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Ewan, Liam Conley, Drew Styles, Paul Hirschfield, Nathan Croshaw, Emma Barber, Sammy G, Shani Meyer Boxel Anderson, Tony Michael, Amadine Urbano, Kat Besant, Kat, Captain Annabel. Jenny Robinson, Murray Grimwood, Morgan's Oxmall, Morgan's Oxmall, that doesn't work, shit, Mike Oxmall, bugger, nice one Scott, Johnny Phillips, Amy Campion, Caroline Robinson, Caitlin Richards, Kevin Clark, Louis Cook, Martina McManus, Lydia Henderson, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Kate Stevenson, Lucy Diaz, Emily Senegals, John and Emma, uh, oop, coffee wind, Kelly Cannon, Livy Cropper, Jason Redia. Becky Andy, Stuart McNaught, Adam Parslow, Ollie finally been to some gigs in Amesbury. 
and it was very, very good to see you a junior the other night um, in Swansea, where I saw a bunch of the Patreons. Hey. So that was awesome. It was real good. Um, Chris Howard, Alice Wood, Josh did a Europe on the claust- claustrophobic astronaut. He just needed a little space crisp. Oh, my good Lord. Daniel Stevenson with a V, Sean's favourite letter. That's in reference to um, r- several rants I've done about bands using Vs instead of vowels. Um, and to the point where at Raiders Band UK on the socials, I've got a song called Unnecessary Vs and all of the vowels are Vs in it. So you can't find the song online. So that was um, as funny as it was um, useless. Thank you very much to Reese Bowring, Craig Irvin, Amy Chilvers, Ben Evans, Mark Jones, and last by no means least, Connor Lewin. Thank you very much to all of those heroes and everybody who's part of the Patreon, who's ever been part of the Patreon. And we love you if you do become part of the Patreon. If you're considering it, we're considering loving you. So that's how it works. <laughs> it does. That's how it works. But yes, thank you so much to everyone who supports us, everyone who's listened, and just everyone that's ever giving a damn about Sapman Podcast. As I mentioned, we've got some very cool things coming up, so keep an eye on that. At Sapman Pod on Twitter and Instagram, my social media is at mhrichard underscore. Sean is fig. Sean Smith and Sean Smith sucks. So go and check it out. We'll be posting loads of things. And this has been another great episode. And I can't wait for some surprises to be coming next week and maybe even sooner. Ooh! Oh, I hope you don't die of blood, Starker. Same. Because ne- <laughs> next week's episode is a fucking belter, and the mm. week after that is a fucking belter as well. So, and you've got them saved, and you're like, oh, write a note for there now, then, right? My passwords, two, everything. Uh, yeah, I need two of my parents <laughs> on the off chance that Bloodstock goes massively, massively wrong for me. Sean is going to need to have this computer and these passwords to put out the last couple of episodes that we've recorded. Um, But yes, good luck at Bloodstock. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be a bit different than the last gig you went to, which was... McFly! (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if there's anybody else who's doing that. Gone for (gasps) McFly to Bloodstock. Hey, let us know what's happening pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you went to McFly and your next gig is Bloodstock. Or let us know on Twitter and Instagram... What are the two most extreme gigs you've ever been to? Oh, yeah. that's a good to, question. Back-to-back back juxtaposition like that. Yeah, there's got to be some fucking Madden. I think, I think I went from seeing Tom Jones in the CIA in the Motor Point Arena in Cardiff. That's not unusual. To seeing... S- <laughs> right, that's the end of the episode. No, I'm not even going to say it. No, come on, it. finish it off. No, finish fuck off. No, Who did you see? No. We no, want no, it. No. Oh. They'll, they'll, they'll never know now. They'll never, you've ruined it for them. If you think Morgan Richards is ruined this podcast, <laughs> get in touch with us. That's happening. Part. No, um, yeah, I went Tom Jones one day. And then I think the same week was like Slayer, Lamb of God, and uh, somebody. Was it Slipknot? No, Slayer, Lamb of God, Eight Breed. Slayer, Lamb of God, and Eight Breed was the next gig I went to after Tom Jones. So Wow. Green, green grass of home, baby. Right, let's get over the end, for, for God's sake. Satman! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. <laughs>